Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. Uh, we follow along with the weekly Torah portions, and we also read daily from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday the 4th of July, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 15th of Tammuz. This week, our parasha is called Pinchas, or Phineas in English, and today we're going to start with Bamidbar, that's Numbers 26, 52 through 27, 5. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for his precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, to these the land shall be divided for an inheritance according to the number of names. To the more you shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer you shall give the less inheritance. To everyone according to those who were counted of him shall his inheritance be given. Certainly the land shall be divided by lot. According to the names of the tribes of their fathers they shall inherit. According to the lot shall their inheritance be divided between the more and the fewer. These are those who were counted of the Levites after their families, of Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, of Kehat, the family of the Kehatites, of Merari, the family of the Merarites. These are the families of Levi the family of the Livnites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Machlites, the family of the Mushites, and the family of the Korahites. Kehat became the father of Emram. The, the name of Amram's wife was Yocheved, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. She bore to Amram, Aaron, and Moshe, and Miriam, their sister, to Aaron were born Nadav and Avihu, Elazar and Itamar. Nadav and Avihu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. Those who were counted of them were 23,000, every male from a month old and upward, for they were not counted among the sons of Israel because there was no inheritance given them among the sons of Israel. These are those who were counted by Moshe and Elazar the Kohen, who counted the sons of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Yarden at Yericho. But among these there was not a man of them who were counted by Moshe and Aaron the Kohen, who counted the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord had said of them, They shall surely die in the wilderness. There was not a man left of them except Kalev, the son of Yafune, and Yehoshua, the son of Nun. 
Then the daughters of Tselofchad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilad, the son of Machir, the son of Menasheh, of the families of Menasheh, the son of Yosef, came near. These are the names of his daughters. Machla, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirza. They stood before Moshe, before Elazar the Kohen, and before the princes and all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korach, but he died in his own sin. He had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from among his family, because he had no son? Give to us a possession among the brothers of our father. That was Bamidbar, or Numbers, 2652 through 27.5. And from the prophets today, we're continuing in the book of Ezekiel. In Hebrew, it is Yechezkel. Chapters 6 and 7. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward the mountains of Israel. Prophesy against them and say, You mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord, the Lord. This is what the Lord, the Lord says to the mountains and to the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys. Behold, I, even I, will bring a sword on you, and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will become desolate, and your incense altars will be broken. I will cast down your slain men before your idols. I will lay the dead bodies of the sons of Israel before their idols. I will scatter your bones around your altars. In all your dwelling places... The cities will be laid waste, and the high places will be desolate, that your altars may be laid waste and made desolate, and your idols may be broken and seized, and your incense altars may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. The slain will fall among you, and you will know that I am the Lord. Yet... I will leave a remnant, in that you may have some that shall escape the sword among the nations, when you are scattered through the countries. Then those of you that escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive, how I have been broken with their lewd heart, which has departed from me, and with their eyes, which play the prostitute after their idols." Then they will loathe themselves in their own sight for the evils which they have committed in all their abominations. And they will know that I am the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would do this evil to them. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. Strike with your hand and stamp with your foot and say, Alas, for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, For they will fall by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. He who is far off will die of the pestilence, and he who is near will fall by the sword. And he who remains and is besieged will die by the famine. 
Thus I will accomplish my wrath on them. You will know that I am the Lord when their slain men are among their idols around their altars, on every high hill and on all the tops of the mountains, under every green tree and under every thick oak, the places where they offered pleasant aroma to their idols. So I will stretch out my hand upon them and make the land desolate and waste from the wilderness toward Dibla throughout all their habitations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Chapter 7 Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, You son of man, this is what the Lord, the Lord says to Eretz Israel. An end, the end has come on the four corners of the land. Now is the end on you, and I will send my anger on you, and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations, and my eye will not spare you, neither will I have pity, but I will bring your ways on you, and your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, an evil, a singular evil. Behold, it comes, an end has come, the end has come, it has awakened against you. Behold, it comes. Your doom has come to you, inhabitant of the land. The time has come. The day is near, a day of tumult and not of joyful shouting on the mountains. Now I will shortly pour out my wrath on you and accomplish my anger against you and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations. My eye will not spare, neither will I have pity. I will punish you according to your ways. Your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I am the Lord who smites. Behold, the day, behold, it comes. Your doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed. Pride has budded. Violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them will remain, nor of their multitude, nor of their wealth. There will be nothing of value among them. The time has come. The day draws near. Do not let the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is on all its multitude. For the seller will not return to that which is sold, although they are still alive. For the vision concerns the whole multitude of it, None will return, none will strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life. They have blown the shofar and have made all ready, but no one goes to the battle, for my wrath is on all its multitude. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and the famine within. He who is in the field will die by the sword, and he who is in the city will be devoured by famine and pestilence. But those of those who escape, they will escape and will be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them moaning, everyone his, in his iniquity. All hands will be feeble, and all knees will be weak as water. They will also clothe themselves with sackcloth, and horror will cover them. Shame will be on all faces, and baldness on all their heads. 
They will cast their silver in the streets, and their gold will be as an unclean thing. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They will not satisfy their souls or fill their bellies, because it has been the stumbling block of their iniquity. As for the beauty of his ornaments, he set it in majesty, but they made the images of their abominations and their detestable things therein. Therefore I have made it to them as an unclean thing. I will give it into the hands of the strangers for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth for a plunder, and they will profane it. I will also turn my face from them, and they will profane my secret place. Robbers will enter into it and profane it. Make chains, for the land is full of bloody crimes, and the city is full of violence. Therefore I will bring the worst of the nations, and they will possess their houses. I will also make the pride of the strong to seize. Their holy places will be profaned. Destruction comes. They will seek peace, and there will be none. Mischief will come on mischief, and rumor will be on rumor. They will seek a vision of the prophet, but Torah will perish from the Kohen, and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn, and the prince will be clothed with desolation, and the hands of the people of the land will be troubled. I will do to them after their way, and according to their own judgments I will judge them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. That what ye- that was <laughs> Yechezkel chapters 6 and 7. Our portion today from the writings is Nehemiah, that's Nehemiah chapter 5. Then there arose a great cry of the people and of their wives against their brothers, the Jews. For there were those who said, We, our sons and our daughters, are many. Let us get grain that we may eat and live. There were also those who said, We are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards, and our houses. Let us get grain because of the famine. And there were those who said, We have borrowed money to pay the king's tax on our fields and on our vineyards. Yet now our flesh is as the flesh of our brothers, our children as their children. And behold, we bring our sons and our daughters into bondage to be servants. And some of our daughters have been brought into bondage. It is also not in our power to help it because other men have our fields and our vineyards. I was very angry when I heard their cry and these words. Then I consulted with myself and contended with the nobles and the rulers and said to them, You exact usury, every one of his brothers. I held a great assembly against them and I said to them, We, after our ability, have redeemed our Jewish brothers who were sold to the nations. And would you even sell your brothers? And should they be sold to us? Then they held their peace and found not a word to say. Also I said, The thing that you do is not good. Should you not walk in the fear of our God? 
because of the reproach of the nations, our enemies. I likewise, and my brothers and my servants, lend them money and grain. Please, let us stop this usury. Please restore to them, even today, their fields, their vineyards, their olive groves, and their houses, also the hundredth part of the money and of the grain, the new wine and the oil that you are charging them. Then they said, We will restore them and will require nothing of them. We will do so even as you say. Then I called the Kohanim and took an oath of them that they would do according to this promise. Also, I shook out my lap and said, So may God shake out every man from his house and from his labor that does not perform this promise. Even may he be shaken out and emptied like this. And all the assembly said, Amen, and praised the Lord. And the people did according to this promise. Moreover, from the time that I was appointed to be their governor in the land of Yehuda, from the twentieth year even to the thirty-second year of Artaxerxes the king, that is, twelve years, I and my brothers have not eaten the bread of the governor. But the former governors who were before me were supported by the people and took bread and wine from them, plus forty shekels of silver, even their servants ruled over the people, but I did not do so because of the fear of God. Yes, I also continued in the work of this wall. We did not buy any land, and all my servants were gathered there to the work. Moreover, there were at my table of the Jews and the rulers 150 men, in addition to those who came to us from among the nations that were around us. Now that which was prepared for one day was one ox and six choice sheep. Also fowls were prepared for me, and once in ten days a store of all sorts of wine. Yet for all this I did not demand the governor's pay, because the bondage was heavy on this people. Remember me, my God, for good, all that I have done for this people." That was Nehemiah 5. Today's portion from the Apostles is Galatians chapter 4. But I say that so long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a bondservant, though he is lord of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the day appointed by the Father. So also, when we were children, were held in bondage under the elemental principles of the world. But when the fullness of time came, God sent out his Son, born to a woman, born under Torah, that he might redeem those who were under Torah, that we might receive the adoption of children. And because you are children, God sent out the Ruach of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a bondservant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Messiah. However, at that time, not knowing God, you were in bondage to those who by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, 
Why do you turn back again to the weak and miserable elemental principles to which you desire to be in bondage all over again? You observe days, months, seasons, and years. I am afraid for you that I might have wasted my labor for you. I plead with you, brothers, become as I have I am, for all, I also have become as you are. You did me no wrong, but you know that because of weakness in the flesh, I preached the good news to you the first time. That which was a temptation to you in my flesh, you did not despise nor reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Messiah Yeshua. What was the blessing you enjoyed? For I testify to you that if possible, you would have plucked out your eyes and given them to me. So then, have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? They zealously seek you in no good way. No, they desire to shut you out so that you may seek them. But it is always good to be zealous in a good cause, and not only when I am present with you. My little children, of whom I am again in travail until Messiah is formed in you. But I could wish to be present with you and to change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. Tell me, you that desire to be under the Torah, do you not listen to the Torah? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the servant and one by the free woman. However, the son by the servant was born according to the flesh. But the son by the free woman was born through promise. These things contain an allegory. For these are two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai, bearing children to bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to the Jerusalem that exists now. For she is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, you barren who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate have more children than her who has a husband. Now you, brothers, like Yitzchak, are children of promise. But just as then... He who was born according to the flesh persecuted him who was born according to the Ruach. So also it is now. However, what does the scripture say? Cast out the servant and her son. For the son of the servant will not inherit with the son of the free woman. So then, brothers, we are not children of a servant, but of a free woman. That was Galatians 4, and it concludes our readings for today. I pray you have a blessed and encouraged day in the Lord, and that the scriptures will speak to your heart and bear fruit in your lives. I want to also thank every last one of you who are supporters of this podcast. It means the world to us, really. Thank you. And, um, I also want to remind you that we have planned a special trip for those of you who are interested in coming to Israel and meeting up with us here. In December, during Hanukkah, 
Um, you can see all the details of the trip on our website, dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip. So we do hope to see some of you here. Actually, we're excited about the ones who are registered and are planning to come. It's going to be such a special time. and We just really can't wait. So we look forward to seeing as many of you as possible and make sure if this is in your heart to come that you at least check out the details of the trip because we've worked very hard to make it affordable. I don't think you're going to find prices like this um, very easily. So make sure to check it out and don't miss out on the opportunity if coming to Israel has been something that's in your heart for yourself or for you and your whole family. That's it for me for today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.